welcome to episode 5 of The Breakup Box. Today is really exciting because I have my friend Eve Silverman here. Eve, say hi. Hi, guys. And she is our first ever guest on The Breakup Box. So this is a really exciting first episode with a co-host or guest, however you want to say it. So... Let's just get right into it. If you haven't heard what we're all about here at The Breakup Box, basically this is a podcast where we talk about all things breakup related. And over the last few episodes, we've kind of been going in chronological order of the phases that you'd experience going through a breakup, but we're going to jump ahead a little bit because a few days ago, Eve texted me and was like, hey, I have this idea for a blog or podcast or whatever you're doing now, and here's what it is. So I'll let Eve kind of just take it away and tell you what she texted me. Alright, so um, something that's just kind of been on my mind, well, a little background, um, I went through a breakup about a year ago, and um, and I've really been over, over it for a while, it took some time to like really get through the breakup like it would for anyone, um, but it's been months now where like it really hasn't crossed my mind much, um, but I just started to notice that recently, recently meaning past month or so, um, I've been really aware of other people's relationships, um, and awareness meaning, like, I just sometimes get frustrated or bummed or, or something along those lines. I recognize that I am so happy for my friends because they're getting the love that they absolutely deserve, but it's this weird thing of, it's being, I'm like hyper aware, hyper aware mm. that this is going on and that I don't have it. So it's a mm. mix of jealousy, um, desperation, not in the sense <laughs> that I would act on it, mm-hmm. but um, just really a strong desire to have that companionship again. And so I just kind of wanted to explore that with Sarah. Yeah. So we're just kind of going to dive into that topic today and, and see where we go. We really haven't planned this out. So we're just going to kind of spitball. Yeah. But to start off, I can so relate to that. But for me, I didn't have those feelings of like, not anger, but just like a little bit of disdain towards couples. Totally. Like a few months after, I had it like immediately after. Totally. After I got through that initial like sad, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. As soon as I got over that part of the breakup, I would see couples around me on campus and be like, ugh. disgusting and so I can totally totally relate to that but I do agree that especially when it's relationships like that our friends are in I don't think it's jealousy it's kind of just like wow I'm happy for you and I want to be there eventually exactly exactly and like kind of off of what you said too just earlier like I had the same thing where right after my breakup and I saw their couples I was like I'm angry this Mm -hmm. sucks this is awful right and now it's not even like yeah, I guess it's frustration. Frustration's mm-hmm. the best word, but it's like it's just you really just really want it. So maybe, it's not even yeah. Yeah, maybe it's kind of like, you know, like baby fever. Tell me that. It's like so okay, maybe this is just me and like some of my other friends, but because like the Kardashians and oh, all these people yeah. are like having babies, everybody's having babies and I'm like 21 years old now and so if it wasn't like 2018, if yes. it was like the 60s I'd be having kids now it's like like my ovaries are screaming and they want a baby and so I have like baby fever where I want a baby it's like okay I don't actually want to be in your life and like have that baby per se but I have that want or when I see it and it's usually only when you see it too 
Like, when you see yeah. a baby or, like, in this case, see a couple, it's, like, relationship yeah. fever. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's I think that's totally, totally true because it's not like, oh, I want my ex or, oh, I want yeah. this particular person because I love being single. I love having the freedom to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to compromise on the music in the car or what food we eat oh, for dinner, great you know? Great points. Yeah, yes. it's like I get to just live my life the way that I have, you know, that I have been mm-hmm. for these past um, months that I've been single. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, I, it happens when I see couples, obviously, but now it's almost like gotten so heightened that it's like in my dreams or oh, just what? when I'm sitting around, oh God, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> We're all a little crazy. I'm crazy. But it's like where I'm just thinking like what, like when, where, why, yeah. you know, why hasn't it happened yet? When, if I go to the grocery store today, do you think that'll happen? You know, something along those lines where it's pretty exhausting too Mm. because it's like I'm living my life and I'll go out of the house no makeup on no bra nothing like that you know but it's it's still that like in the back of your mind it's almost like a very loud subconscious Mm. thing talking if that makes sense so even though I'm not always actively saying okay it's time to think about the future person you know it just kind of it just kind of happens you know I just kind of always kind of taps up at the front of my brain if that makes sense you know and yeah. makes a little appearance and that can like be exhausting too totally it's so exhausting I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on like you to like get into a relationship as soon as possible oh absolutely absolutely yeah I guess like what I was talking about in one of our previous episodes is that um like in a breakup no matter what season of the breakup that you're in there are going to be ups and downs and yeah. like good days and bad days and so like I feel like maybe it's just like not, like, a bad season, but just, like, a season where, like, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. and, like, it's gonna end, though, you know? Right. Like, you'll get past oh, it. Oh, totally. Totally. And, like, I know it has. Like, I haven't been like this yeah. since earlier, and I know it's gonna go away, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, um, but yeah, I'm just trying to figure out ways to, like, cope with it, because I was, the reason I reached out to you in the first place was I was just looking online. That's kind of my best coping tool is mm-hmm. searching Um, other people's experiences with the feelings I've been um, having and I just haven't found a lot I found a lot of things like why am I single or why can't I find the right one instead of just like why is this bothering me so much later after the breakup because you always assume it's right after Mm -hmm. and then you're fine it's like a delayed reaction yes but I definitely think this is like a hidden phase in the breakup process that many people don't recognize yeah I feel like sometimes too if we don't do like a 1000% amazing job of dealing with every emotion that we're feeling at that point that initial breaking point because I know I didn't do that Mm -hmm. and so every now and then stuff will resurface like years years later stuff will resurface and I'll be like what the heck (laughs) I am so far past this I'm so fine but like I don't know like I feel like that's probably why a lot of people don't write about that is because maybe they're dealing with it and they just don't know either. Totally. And, like, maybe it's one of those – because, like, I know for that's me, really I have struggled to write articles or, like, do a podcast about finding forgiveness hmm. and, or, like, being friends with your ex because those are things yeah. that I know that I struggle with. Yeah. And, like – Eventually, I'll be able to write a blog post right. about that. And, like, I even have my intro line for that blog post. It's 
it is by no coincidence that I put off writing this article about finding forgiveness. Like, yes. That's like, inter- <laughs> like, I feel like that's what it is, is that, like, people are obviously going through that, and I feel like that's what everybody should know, is that, like, whatever you're going through in a breakup, yeah. regardless of how much time has passed, it's all okay. Like, it's all 1,000% okay. okay. Because in the end, like, everyone deals with breakups differently. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to process differently at, at different times, yeah. too. And so... I feel like that's kind of cool, though. Maybe it's something unique that it's just good to maybe not have a solution, but just to even put the idea out there yes. that, like, hey, I'm going through this, too. Like, you Who are else? not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, where my girl's at? Yeah. Like, you Absolutely. Know? Yeah. I don't know. I guess to try to think of things that are more productive, like, in, like, a solution, I guess, rather yeah. than saying, like, oh, there's not really a solution, but just be okay with it. Because, like, yeah. I hate articles that are like that. Like, I hate Just them. trust, you so know. Like, just, it's, It'll all be okay, okay. in time. Yeah. Like, okay, honey, how much time is that? I need a solution right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I guess to go into things that are more productive, it could be, like, pouring yourself and your energy into things, into just other things. Yes. Like, finding new hobbies. Like, I feel like you do coaching, right? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. that takes up time. Other things that I did was, like, starting a blog. Right. Was doing something creative and, like, having something to, like, pour all of these thoughts and emotions into rather than just allowing them to swirl around in my head and go crazy. It was, like, putting them somewhere and, like, giving them a place to live. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I definitely, like, really relied on working out. Like, I've been working mm. out a lot more than I have. Yeah. Um, just because of my injuries and all that. But, like, really getting back into that where it's, like, my hour workout, you yeah. know, no matter what I'm doing. If there's guys around, if there's not guys around. Like, mm-hmm. I'm focused on me and yeah. the other people I'm working out with because it's just, like, a fun way to let off steam. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, also spending time with friends. It's also that like when you're by yourself, and it's like the middle it, of the night. <laughs> yes, when you're by yourself, it kills you. Oh, it kills one thousand percent. Because yeah. I feel like when you're by yourself, sitting in a room, like especially if no one else is home, right? You can just like play that song that like gets you back into that space, yes. which is not a good thing to do. Don't do it. Very tempting. <laughs> very very tempting. I used to do it all the time, especially freshman year. I would like have my dorm to myself and be like okay, it's sad time. Yeah. Like, play, playlist. But, like, I feel like that's so true. Just, like, stay busy and, I don't know, just find other fun things to do. Yeah. Like, whether that's hanging out, literally just, like, watching a movie with friends is better right. than sitting in your room by yourself and, like, right. letting the thoughts swirl and manifest. Yeah, something that um, <laughs> I just started trying, actually, these past couple days, and this can apply to really anything in your life. Um, one of my professors... Uh, we were, uh, brought this up when we were talking about positive thinking. Um, she's very much into meditation, Eastern mm-hmm. meditation and all of that. We do that as a um, ritual for our class, beginning of um, each class session. Um, but anyways, we were talking about positive thinking and ways to kind of change your perspective. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really funny because this is very applicable to my life. And one little thing, um, you know, they suggested the normal, like make a gratitude list, um, talk to a friend and kind of when you think of something negative, change it into a positive, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing that you hear all the time. But this is one I've never heard of before. And it's so simple. Um, when you start to have a negative thought, um, whatever it may be, smile. Just smile, Ooh. and it immediately changes how you the, feel. The, like, physical change yes. can change the mental. Yes, mm-hmm. and I've tried it, like, 
again, I've just been doing this the past couple days, but whenever I have some kind of thought like that, if um, I see a couple or my roommate comes home with her boyfriend, you know what I mean? And I immediately go, oh, I wish I had that. Or, oh my gosh, why hasn't it happened yet? How much longer do I have to wait? I smile and I immediately think, wow, I'm so happy that Mm -hmm. the people in my life have such a wonderful relationship and love. Yeah. And I can't wait for that time. And I almost smile for my future significant other too. Um, You know, I'm Christian, so I I do pray. And so I I do that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to kind of combine the two with a smile and a prayer at the same time. You know, just, you know, I am so happy that the people in my life are surrounded by others that love them so, so dearly. And I'm so excited that I get to share in that and see that Mm -hmm. because it's truly – um, a model of what I should be waiting for and yeah. make sure I don't settle for anything less. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of giving a little shout out in my head or out loud if you want, just kind kind of saying, hey, future boyfriend, hey, future husband, whatever that might be. Like, I'm waiting for you. Hope your day is great. You know, yes. even if it sounds creepy or whatever. No, it I just, did that too. Yeah, it gets I did you, that too. It gets you kind of excited because now instead of thinking about what you don't have, you're thinking about – what's to come yes in a positive exciting yes 1000%. Yay, I got snaps. <laughs> oh my gosh wait and going off of that too like something to do besides just like thinking it is to like write letters to your future yes. husband like a lot of people do that and it's really cheesy but also it's like really freaking cute so yeah. <laughs> don't even judge I did that like very frequently when I was first going through my breakup because I was so sad all the time and I was like what the hell do I do with this energy and so when I was sad I would be like Dear future husband, I'm so excited to meet you. I hope that, like, your life is amazing and that you're doing great things and that, like, everything that you're doing now, like, it's just encouraging to realize that everything that you are, like, yourself is doing now and everything that he is or her or she, whatever, whatever whatever they are doing now is going to prepare them to, like, Um, be that person, that perfect person for you. And so that is just extremely encouraging. And especially when you write it down in a letter, like – like, you are going to give those letters to your future husband or wife on the day that you marry them. And yes. that is something that, you like, is a physical, tangible thing that you can be like, wow, these letters that are I am writing in this stage in my life when I am alone will one day be shared with the person who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So exciting. And it makes you so much happier, right? Because you're yes. not even thinking, like, again, like I said, you're not even down and blue and, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so frustrating anymore. And now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I can't wait to give these to them, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so it's just a really good kind of quick thing that I learned in the past week that's been very, very That's helpful. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that. Yeah, and it really can apply to anything. So I know we're talking about breakups right now and um, being single and all that, but literally anything in your life, you can try it out. Yes, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And also, I feel like sometimes with breakups, we can either be too future-oriented or too past-oriented. Mm-hmm. And so with those letters, it's awesome because you're writing – to your future husband but you're presently in the moment and I feel like that's something that's um it's hard to find a balance of being here and being okay this is the space that I'm in let me not dwell on what happened in the past and let me not look too much forward so much that I can't focus on what's happening now so that's a really awesome thing to do to just find that balance right kind of um another thought kind of backtracking um or i guess moving forward i don't know however you want to see it but um you know it's this 
my roommate last year, um, one of the, she was so wise and she gave me a lot of really great pieces of advice throughout the year. Um, and she continues to do so, but, um, she told me one thing, um, cause she was there, you know, really living with me, sharing what the tiniest mm-hmm. bedroom ever. Right. Um, when I was going through my first breakup, which is, I've heard the hardest one. The hardest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she'd been through, um, more than I had. And when she came to college, she was not in a great relationship. Um, it had ended and she, um, she admitted herself that she, um, when she would end a relationship, she would always kind of look for another one and mm. she would get into another relationship pretty quickly. And after this last one, um, she, was like, I'm done looking. I'm done looking. I'm over it. Whatever. And then, of course, she met her boyfriend now that she's going to marry for sure. You know, Mm. that kind of thing. And it's – she told me, she was like, once you stop looking, then – that's when he comes, and it's like that is the most wonderful thing and the most frustrating thing at oh, the same time 1, because it's like, how do I stop looking? How do I just turn that <laughs> switch off? You know, I'll I'll leave my house and be like, you know what? I'm not looking today, but I'm not really feeling yes. that. I can hear myself saying I'm not looking today or I'm not looking this week. I'm done looking. You know, delete mm-hmm. the dating apps, delete all of that stuff, and say I'm not looking, but I really am. Deep down, no matter how subconscious, you know, it is. Mm -hmm. And so that's another thing that it's like, how do you get – because I do believe that once you stop looking, they will come. It's so true. Totally, totally. And I know you, like, have lived that through experience, you know, and – or can can confirm that. Um, But, yeah, that's a big thing that's really um, part of this phase is how do I turn that switch off because that's the most tiring part Yes, is the constant, like – looking even though you don't know Mm -hmm. you are all the time so I don't know since you've lived that like please I need some tips for me that took me just forgetting about myself in a relationship and just focusing on my relationship with myself and how did you do that so I started okay like the obvious things like self-help books and like really you read a lot I read a lot a lot a lot of self-help books maybe I should do that but I did that and also like journaling a ton. I talk about journaling probably in every other podcast because it's something that is so, so important and I think vital because when you're journaling, you're like hyper aware of what's happening in a good way, not in like a weird hyper aware, but it just makes you conscious of everything happening inside of your head when you just brain dump Mm -hmm. and just let the thoughts flow. Do you have any suggestions for people? Like I've, I like to journal for three journal entries, right? And then I'm like, oh, I'm over this. Mm -hmm. You know, when I know it's super beneficial, I'm just a really, I don't know, impatient person and that takes time. So talking it through with someone is a lot easier Mm -hmm. for me than taking the time to hand write it out or type it up. So do you have any suggestions for someone who like like me? Something super simple. Like when I was feeling really lazy, I would do it. You know how in the note you can choose to have it recorded with your voice yeah. and it just type it out for you? If I'm feeling really lazy, like that's actually what I did for my first like podcast mm. is I just chalked into my phone and like rolled with that and it gave me a script from what I was saying and like I feel like that's just a really easy way. Also, keep your journal in a place where you are always seeing it every single day. Mm, so okay. like side of your bed, like bedside table is a great place because if you have it like on your bookshelf underneath a blanket or a jacket like you're like out of sight out of mind it's so real but if you're seeing it every day like I don't journal every day I maybe like 
once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was, like, a more regular thing that would I, be helpful. For me, when I'm going through something, it's more frequent. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you're going through something, your emotions are way more of up and down. Crazy, yes. And, like, literally day to day it can change. Whereas, like, now for me it's pretty, like, you're steady. Like, life's pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's easy. So, I mean, like, it's literally just on your own time. Also... I just spent so much more time talking with friends when yeah. I was trying to focus on myself. Like, people like Savvy. Like, I'm sure I will have Savvy on this podcast soon. Savvy is amazing. Savvy is just this, like, ball of wisdom. So amazing. Like, sunshine, wisdom, and love is, like, Savvy in a nutshell. Yeah, so we'll have her on the show, our podcast. But I talked to her a lot, and we were just, like, just find someone who you can vibe with on that level of, like, deep conversation. Because a lot of times, you can have talked to your girlfriends and she'll be like, I'm sad. And she'll be like, don't worry, girl. You don't need him. Yeah. Like, you don't need no man. You're fine. You're, you're single. Beautiful. You're independent. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, okay, thank you. Like, I get that. But that's really not what I need right yes. now. I need to actually, like, go through this maze of my emotions right yes. now and kind of just figure out what the hell is happening. So I feel like finding someone, and maybe that's even, like, your mom. Yes. Because moms have so much wisdom. They've been through yeah. it all, and they are even, like, more removed from it. So, like, they just have a clearer vision of, like, what had happened to right. them and what's happening to you, right. too. Right. And, you know, moms are a really great uh, resource, but sometimes they do the same thing. You know, my mm. mom is saying, she's like, oh, honey, like, it's going to happen. Like, you're waiting just for, like, the greatest guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then other times it'll be, like, more real, like, oh, well, this happened to me. Like, when I was going yeah. through my breakup, she, like, gave me so many wonderful, like, stories that helped mm-hmm. me a ton. But, yeah, sometimes at the same time it's, like, okay, yeah, yeah I know. I know he's coming. I know. Like, like yeah. I'm not concerned about dying alone. I know that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. But, um. Yeah, um, but off of that, like like I said multiple times, I work really well with talking to people, so mm-hmm. that's why this podcast is very therapeutic for me in, in, <laughs> in that sense, but, um, but sometimes I'm worried that I am not annoying people, like my friends, but just sounding like a broken record, but mm-hmm. that's the only way that I can, like, yeah. take a deep breath in, release Mm -hmm. it, and, like, let it go for a bit. Yeah. But because I'm so used to just, like, over-processing my feelings verbally, um, I'm always worried. I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I already talked to them about this. Yeah. Then maybe I shouldn't, Well, like, I remember when, like, I feel like the best thing, like, when you'd be like, hey, I just need to talk. I know I've talked to you about this before, but I just need to talk. And, like, I'd be like, yep, go for it. Yeah. So I feel like if you prompt them, if you're like, I need to talk, it's all this new stuff. And then you, like, see the same thing over again, people are going to be like, um, you've literally told me the same thing ten times now. Yeah. But, like, when you would come to me. you recognize it. Yeah. Like, you recognize it, you're aware, and be like, hey, I just, this is how I process, I need someone to yeah. talk to. Like, no one's, like, gonna be annoyed by right. that. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. If um, you have good friends. Yeah. And if you have lame friends, they'll be, like, lame about yeah. that. So. <laughs> so, choose your friends wisely. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to, like, what we were kind of talking about when we got on these tangents mm-hmm. a little bit, but kind of how to turn that switch off. So, yeah. so um, we you said, said journaling. Journaling, focusing on yourself. Yeah. So making a dream board. Okay. Um, because then that's something, not only just words, but it's just visual of something to look forward to. That's a very, very selfish thing to do, but mm-hmm. selfish in a positive way. In a positive way. way. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing, too, is to remember that when you're single, you are allowed to be so, so selfish and make every decision that you are making in your life for yourself and for, like, just, like, what that's you need at that time. Single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I loved when I was single would just, like, 
be like, I need to go on a run or like yeah. I need to put down my phone and like get a McFlurry. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> you know, there's just like that balance and really giving yourself what you need and especially like becoming aware of everything and not like say you're sad. Not being like, oh God, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Ugh. But being like, okay, I'm sad. All Interesting. Right. I went yeah. through this way. Okay, maybe this happened earlier today and that triggered it. Okay. And like acknowledging it yeah letting it go and like I learned that in my acting class actually yeah she's like don't be judgmental about like if your body is tight that day be like okay my body's kind of tight my shoulders are tight today yeah shake them out next so it's the same thing where it's like I'm sad let me feel this way for a second yeah acknowledge it and then move on I don't know focusing on yourself and in your singleness is such an empowering thing to do Mm -hmm. um because you realize that you're, like, fine on your own, you know? Yes. And that you're this great person. Yeah. And that you develop an actual relationship with yourself. Because I was, like, your roommate who yes. would kind of jump from relationship to relationship. I talked about this and how I needed that year to just be on my own. Right. And not look. So even maybe setting a goal of, like, I know I need to be single for this time. I'm going to be try and be single for a year. And then giving yeah. yourself that deadline, you're like, okay, I'm not going to look for a year because I need to work on myself for a year. Right. You know? And I mean, right. maybe that's a long time, but It's just hard to, need. like, get to believing it, you know? Believing yeah. Believing that I'm actually not going to look for a year, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Mm, for me, a lot of my friends were like, there's no way you're staying single for a year. And I was like, oh, yeah. watch me. Yeah. Yeah, which is also an interesting thing um, for me. And again, uh, my current roommate and I, who is single at the moment, um, mm-hmm. she and I, and she's been single for a little bit too, um, where we, we were just talking about this, where it's like, we don't, we don't want to like, we know that nothing is, I hate even saying this, we know nothing's wrong with us. Like yeah. nothing is wrong with us, but it's like, we don't have guys just like, coming up to us and being like, oh, can I take in? I know, like, that not that instant, but, like, we don't have guys going like, oh, like, let me take you out for a drink or let's go get coffee or something along those lines, mm-hmm. which is hard because it's like if I knew that I had the attention from guys, I know I would have more confidence, which sucks because I don't need confidence from a guy, you know? Yeah. So it's this, like, constant circle of, like, well, it would help even though I don't need it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't need the attention from a guy to feel good about myself, mm-hmm. but it definitely makes, like, it gives you, like, this reassurance. It helps in that category. It helps yes. in the dating Yes, exactly. Realm. Exactly. But not in, like, your life and wellness realm. Exactly. Because I consider myself an incredibly confident person. Yeah. Incredibly confident. Agree. But it's when it comes to guys, it's because there hasn't been that many opportunities or, like, guys coming up to me and showing interest all the time that yeah. I can be, like, I can have that much self-confidence of like um no like yeah like oh I have my pick. to just like dismiss them yes mm-hmm. I have my pick which I think definitely would help you know like how your friends are like oh you're definitely not staying single yeah. for a year like mine's like uh are you know what I mean <laughs> like are you they, they don't say that but you know yeah. what I mean it's yeah. like well wait who knows let's talk about this in a second podcast because I feel like that's a yes. good like wrap-up for what we want to talk about today it's yes. kind of like Going through that phase of being like, like what do we call it? Uh, oh, relationship fever. Having yes. relationship fever and going through that and like things that you can do to kind of combat that. But we'll definitely talk about yeah, I think that's a great that idea in like a different podcast. 
because we've been talking for 30 minutes now, which I'm very impressed by because normally I have a hard time squeezing out 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a lot to say and this was really fun. Yeah, so thank you, Eve, for being on this podcast and we'll have her back very, very, very soon. Love it. That's Thanks all for I have to say me. today. As always, you can find me on social media, both on Instagram and Facebook, under Sarah Utsugi. That's Sarah with no H U T S U G I. Eve, do you want to shout yourself out? Yes. Instagram, Eve.Silverman. Um, and yeah, follow me. Yes. Yeah, so we also have, we won't have this on a blog. Um, in blog form yet but we will definitely get on those blog articles soon enough again thank you so much for checking in to this week's episode and remember breaking up is hard but it shouldn't feel impossible